It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, Bill Rossetti of Panthers Why Hitting you guys back up here on Monday, July 9th. We are back after the weekend. Hope you guys had a good one. If you guys are still uh, celebrating 4th of July, hope it was a good one. But now we're back ready for another week. As I know you guys are excited, we're getting ever so close to the start of training camp. We're now a little over two weeks away. We're only 16 days away from rookies and veterans reporting on the 25th. So hang in there, guys. We're almost there. Uh, We're going to spend this week talking about some recent draft classes. We're actually going to go back over the last five draft classes and kind of see how their career was a little bit and where they are now, if they're still in the NFL or what happened to them, how, how kind of their career ended. So each day this week will be one draft over the last five. So we're going to start with 2013, where only five players were drafted but certainly two of them turned out to be pretty good players for the Panthers, and one is very good. We'll obviously get to him in a little bit. So we'll start with 2013. But before we do that, let's talk about starting up in another way. And I'm talking about starting up in bed. That's right, guys. We're talking about the days when you were always ready to go. Well, here's your chance to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready to go whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now we've got a special deal for you listeners out there. Visit BlueChew.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Use the promo code Locked On and get your first shipment free. You just have to pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue like the color blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Podcast Network. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So let's jump into it. 2013 draft. Again, it was a small one. Only five players. And if you recall, it started with a pair of defensive tackles, starting with Star Lotulele, the defensive tackle out of Utah, 14th overall. Wound up having a, a pretty successful career in Carolina. You know, uh, of course, coming off what was obviously a, uh, a very good career in college for Utah. And then he comes to the Panthers. He ended up playing 76 games, starting 75 of them. So he only missed four games, four regular season games, in five years with the Panthers. Totaled 11.5 sacks with 150 tackles. Um, You know, it was never really much in the sack department, but, you know, interior defensive lineman that's not always their strength he did record four sacks in 2016 obviously when we talk about k1 shorts and how well he played that's obviously kind of the reason why uh lotulele is no longer with the carolina panthers because of course he had already given a big contract to shorts they likely weren't going to give one to lotulele as well so Star moved on in free agency. He signed a five-year, $50 million deal with the Buffalo Bills, kind of adding to their stable of defensive tackles. But again, overall, you know, Star wasn't too bad, but again, not really a surprise that uh, Short was the one that got eventually got the contract extension from the Panthers, not Star Lotulele. Now you got to hope guys like Vernon Butler and Kyle Love and them are going to be able to step up. You know, obviously they signed Dontari Poe, which some will certainly argue is an upgrade. But let's let's talk about K1 Shore a little bit. Again, he has really come on strong. Um, you could certainly argue that he's maybe the most underrated defensive tackle in the NFL. Um. You know, obviously didn't really start out a whole lot in the beginning of his career. Of course, being a, you know, obviously a lot of the spotlight early on was on Starlo Tulele. Now, Short did play in all 16 games. Didn't start any of them, but he did play in all 16 games, recording one and a half sacks and 35 tackles. Then really started to see more playing time in his sophomore season. Ended up starting nine games and playing in all 16. Recorded three and a half sacks with 46 tackles. And then, of course, he really started to break out. Start, he has started all 16 games in each of the last three seasons. So he has played in every regular season game thus far. And obviously the playoff games that the Panthers have been involved in. But even just looking at regular season... Um, has played in all 80 games and has started every game in each of the last three. And we know he's become one of the 
one of the best defensive tackles in the game. Uh, 2015, one of his best seasons, arguably, um, especially in terms of sack production, when he recorded 11 sacks in 2015 and had 55 tackles. Uh, 2016, six sacks, 55 tackles. Uh, 2015, he also forced three fumbles and recovered two of them. 2016 forced a fumble, then 2017, seven and a half sacks, 49 tackles, uh, two forced fumbles, recovering one of them. So in total, he's recovered, or he's forced eight fumbles in his career, recovered six of them, recovered six fumbles, uh, 240 total tackles, 29 and a half sacks, and of course, uh, 2017, he got the franchise tag. And ultimately was rewarded with a five-year, $80 million contract. And again, that's pretty much the reason why Star Lele is no longer with the Panthers. But again, it's it's not huge. They obviously filled that hole and kind of um, eased the pain of losing Star by signing Dontari Poe. So obviously the first couple picks have been pretty well, especially... Nailing it in round two. Um, of course, 44th overall out of Purdue. Then you go to the fourth round. 108th overall, the Panthers selected Edmund Kugbilla. I believe I said the name right. Uh, the offensive lineman out of Valdosta State. And obviously not much to, uh, to look at. In terms of in terms of Kugbilla, as his pro career was very non-existent due to injuries, he actually suffered a strained hamstrings and was placed on injured reserve before the regular season started, um, and then just continued with with injuries. Uh, suffered a back injury that he had surgery on in summer 2014. Missed that entire season and then was waived early in the offseason in May. So injuries really kind of derailed Kugbilla's career. Um, but, you know, still a good story from Kugbilla. He was born in Ghana, came to the United States at age 10. And then ended up playing four years at Valdosta State before before being drafted by the Panthers. You know, again, unfortunately, injuries really riddled him. But again, you know, still a good story going from being born in Ghana to being drafted into the NFL. Next on the list was 5th round pick, 148th overall, A.J. Klein, linebacker, out of Iowa State. Uh, four good years with the Panthers at linebacker. Um, you know, at times backing up Luke Keekley, at times playing on the outside. Uh, but in total with the Panthers... 60 games played, 23 starts, uh, 137 total tackles, 
four sacks, four forced fumbles, uh, two passes defended, one interception. So he carved out a pretty steady career between special teams and, um, again, reserve linebacker. Uh, had to step in for Luke Keekley at times after Keekley suffered a concussion. Then, of course, left as a free agent, signed with the New Orleans Saints in 2017. Played tw- Actually started 12 games for the Saints before a groin injury ended his season. So, of course, he unfortunately had to miss the Saints playoff run, but he did finish with... 54 tackles, two sacks, four passes defended, and one forced fumble. Um, so hopefully, you know, Klein, Klein should be back to help that Saints defense. So, you know, again, an, uh, an, ex- you know, so an example of late-round pick carving a, a solid career out of him, or for himself. And then the last pick... Of the Panthers draft was in round six, number 182 overall, and that was Kenyon Barner, running back out of Oregon, who has bounced around a little bit in the league, but his his career's almost kind of come full circle. Uh, Obviously, you know, coming off... uh, he was coming off a solid college career at Oregon, playing for Chip Kelly and that high octane offense. Uh, you know, very versatile back. Then he was drafted in the sixth round. Played spe- played pretty much special teams. Did have a couple carries, um, but very limited role in his rookie season with the Panthers. And initially. That was the only season that Barner spent with the Panthers because then he was traded in August of 2014 to the Philadelphia Eagles for a 2015 seventh round pick. And of course, at the time, who was the Eagles head coach? That would be Chip Kelly. Um, He didn't make the final roster, though, but he was eventually signed to the Eagles practice squad. So he didn't appear in any games in 2014, but then... Took on more of a role in 2015, which of course wound up being the final season for, or no, I'm sorry, second to, I think second to last season, yeah, for uh, for Chick Fil A. That's right, 2016 was his final year. So 2015, um, of course, was the year the Eagles really. Changed things up at the running back position, if you recall. That was when they traded LaShawn McCoy to the Buffalo Bills and then signed DeMarco Murray and Ryan Matthews. This was a time, of course, when Chip Kelly really started to to play around with the Eagles roster. He pretty much had full control of the roster. And that's right. This was – I'm sorry. So I, I think I was right the first time. This was. 2015 did wind up being the, the final year that Chip Kelly was head coach of the Eagles. Of course, he never even made it to the end. He wound up being fired before week 17. Then, of course, bounced 
bounced back real quick, became head coach of the 49ers, but was canned after one season. Now, of course, Chip Kelly is head coach. He's back in college, head coach of UCLA. Back to Kenyon Barner. Um, so really started to carve out a good role in special teams and worked his way into the mix of the running back stable as well. He wound up playing in 11 games in 2015, had 28 carries for 124 yards, also added nine catches for 22 yards. And then he still found success in uh, 2016 in the, for the first year under Doug Peterson. Again, we've seen the last couple of years how Doug Peterson kind of likes to rotate his running backs. Uh, 2016, 13 games, 27 rushes, 129 yards, two touchdowns. Also, five receptions for 42 yards. And in 2017, 13 games, including one start, 16 rushes, 57 yards on a touchdown, as well as five catches for 56 yards. Uh, he was eventually replaced on injured reserve before the end of the 2016 season. Remember, of course, the Eagles were... Uh, were eliminated before the final week of the season, I believe. Or, you know, really didn't, because uh, they ended, they still ended up with a losing record, if you recall, that year at seven and nine. Ended up leaving as a free agent, signed with the Los Angeles Chargers on a one-year contract, but never made it to the start of the regular season. He was released in early September. Early September, excuse me. So just before week one. Then he returned to the Eagles in 2017 after Darren Sproles went down with injury. And again, as I you know, I just went through his stats, played 13 games. And now, like I said, it's almost come full circle because, you know, again, injuries have kind of played a part as well. Barner now back. With the Carolina Panthers, you know, you could argue partly because of the injury to Fozzie Whitaker. But Kenyon Barner, back with the Panthers. We'll see how much of the mix he's in. But, so yeah, so Kenyon Barner, back for his second year and second stint, if you will, with the Carolina Panthers. So overall, not a bad draft class in 2013. Uh, you had three players who have carved out at least uh, four good years. You know, one player, of course, in short, that's become one of the anchors of your defense. Lotulele and Klein both had a few good years with the Panthers, and Klein still productive with New Orleans before that injury. Star uh, should do well in Buffalo, and they, you know they've got a nice stable of defensive tackles there. And then Kenyon Barner, um, you know, it certainly helped that he got to play with Chip Kelly, but he even found success with Doug Peterson. So, you know, Barner kind of hang around. Obviously, he should contribute pretty well on special teams. Maybe he'll be, even be one of the returners. You know, the only knock on the 2013 draft was Kugbilla, and that's, again, because injuries really derailed his career. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So that's a look at the 2013 draft. Uh, Tomorrow we're going to look at 2014, which, eh, certainly has its ups and downs. Uh, and then, again, each day this week, we'll look at each of the next couple drafts after that up to last year's draft on Friday. So with that, we're going to get out of here. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, a lot of places you can where you get your podcast listening pleasure. And remember, of course, to check out all the shows here on the Locked On Podcast Network, a lot of great great guys out there. I uh, want to give a shout-out to my buddies over at Locked On NFL Draft, also John Ledwig and Trevor Sikama, and want to congratulate them as well as Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino and all the people that are heading over there on the launch to their new – or upcoming launch, I should say, of the Draft Network. Uh, if you're a big fan of the NFL Draft like me, it's going to be a great resource to find scouting reports, uh, databases – uh, a lot of things on the upcoming draft draft prospects. Uh, you're going to see a whole bunch of big boards. You're even going to be able to create your own big board. Uh, I suggest listening to uh, last Friday's episode of Locked on NFL Draft with John and Trevor. Uh, during their Fan Friday, they talked a lot more about it. But really excited, so congratulations to them on the upcoming launch, which is on August 6th. So, until next time, Bill Rossetti, thanks so much for listening, guys. You have been locked on here with Locked On Panthers. And until we see you again, keep it right here, locked with us on L-O-P. Take care, my friends. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.